Oh yeah, the biggest moves. Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As you can hear, I'm I'm joined by friend of the show, friend of mine, Mr. Cameron Hobson. Oh yeah. Look at that long hair. You've been growing your hair out. All right. Just a couple technical difficulties, but we're back. Cameron, real close to the camera now. I feel like you're breathing on me. You were try you were you were talking about how you you needed you felt like you needed something to defend yourself because the world is crazy. Now, like just regardless of race was the last thing I heard. I mean, I heard a lot, but I'll probably edit around it. It'll be fine. Just start from there. But that's that's I don't know. If, I said a lot. Like I don't know where you got disconnected no, you, or not. Oh, you I, went on I a whole. A lot. You went on a whole little rant thing. Yes. <clears throat> Gotta stop doing that. Like I, I think connection might be an issue. I don't know. Well, it might be. I mean, but you know, we'll work around it. It'll be all right. How was your uh, How was your time at the range? Uh, shitty. Why was Why was it? It Why was Why was it shitty? What What happened today, Cameron? Uh, so uh, it's me. Uh, it's me, Connor, and then our homie Shane. And I could be telling this wrong, but I really don't think I am because this. uh, The Connor told me that the gun ranges are are like this everywhere you go. And I've only been to one gun's range myself. And these these people were fucking, you know, assholes, bro. Like, I'm not going to cap. Like, they were assholes and they were fucking skittish to the point where, like, bro, I just got my Glock and I didn't want to shoot it. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to piss these people off. Because it's like, bro, I don't, like, it, it's weird. It's weird because, like, I had already got my gun, and then we went up to uh, the firing range so Shane could pick up his, and, like, something about, like, by law, like, they can't, you know, help you out with this paperwork, but, like, it's one of those, you know, it's government document paper, so, like, the verbiage in there is not going to be, you know, pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? pretty easy to you know concept pretty much you know what i'm saying like it's not hard but like if you're also haven't bought a firearm or been around firearms it's kind of confusing it's kind of confusing well the wordage on this paper you know like confuse uh our you know our homie which i understood it like if you read it like it it seemed confusing because the way that it was worded was you know pretty much after we figured out what it meant the way he was explaining it it meant after buying this gun do you plan on selling it to somebody else and like he took it as like do you plan on buying this gun and he like from the store he he put yes but he didn't understand about like you know because he thought like they're selling him the gun and he's buying it Almost like that's you know that's what I think he thought, and you know he just kind of like snagged the paper away and it's like you know uh, 
it's illegal for me to help you uh, with this. And I'm like, bro, it, it's one thing to do the paper for him. It's another thing to, like, explain so we can better concept what's going on. He's signing me. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's really not. Like, it's it's not, bro. Like, breaking down something and doing something for somebody are two different fucking things. Like, look at, look, like, obviously he's telling you the way that I'm reading this is confusing me. Can you explain this? And it would have been easy just to say, after buying this gun, do you plan on selling it to anybody else? No. Okay, then put no. And it would, no. This man snagged the paper, threw it in the shredder, and it's like, oh, I can, you know, get in trouble for that. Okay, that's cool. I don't think you're going to get in trouble for explaining anything, bro. And then, you know, them giving me attitude and shit, because, like, some dude was trying to help me out uh, after standing in there, after talking uh, to the guy that was helping out our homie, just like, oh, y'all here to shoot? Yeah, dude, all three of us just walked in together. You think we're just going to fucking jerk each other off? Yeah, we're all here to shoot. Duh. They all heard it, and then I'm standing there for, like, you know, 20 minutes, and then finally somebody else comes over and was like, um, are you here to shoot too? Yeah. Has anybody helped you out with a waiver? No. I've been standing here. And yeah, it was pretty it was overall a shitty experience to be honest. Like just uh, not a not a good time. No, it was not a good time. I'm like for somebody who was really excited after buying his, you know, first gun and wanting to shoot it, bro, after my first, you know, Doing the waiver and then getting in my, you know, range. I didn't want to touch it. Did well, not want to touch it. Your first—it's depressing that your first experience with your new gun was uh, so such a bad one, such it an unpleasant fucked. memory. It was fucked. Like I, like every time I either like, dude, anytime I moved or farted the fucking, you know, left or right, I asked Connor, like, dude, can I do this? Like, not because like I had just read the rules and I'm like. Okay, the way that they just treated me, and I read the rules, like, I don't even want to fucking sneeze the wrong way, and then fucking kick me out, or, you know, whatever. Because we're already acting skittish, and we haven't even done anything. So, I walked in there, I was like, bro, can I, I even asked Carter, I'm like, dude, can I, uh, unload my mag now? Can I, like, do it? Like, he's like, yeah, dude, you're good. And I'm like, dude, I the way that they were fucking just acting right now, bro, yeah, I they, think so. they act like I was not good. Yeah, they act like I'm just about to fucking go in there and act like a fucking, you know, fuck. And he's like, you know, oh, they're all, you know, they're all like that. And, I'm like, I'm like, and he said that they were laid back. And I'm like, they're laid back? That was laid back? Because no, the fuck it wasn't. That was not laid back. He said that you said that is not what laid back. We have different definitions of laid back. If that's laid back yeah. for you, sir. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that it was such an unpleasant experience at the shooting range for you today, Cameron Hobson. I'm hoping this podcast will be a, a much better experience. Oh yeah. I mean, don't even, like I had fun. Like don't get me wrong. Like being able because like me and Connor has always you know that's one of the. Th- one of the things that you know we have in common uh, and he's been getting me more into our 
guns. So, you know, I've had a passion for guns for, you know, the past couple of years. And to, you know, get my first gun and being with my best friend or one of my best friends, you know, that sucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be like, that'd be like us going to a Dallas game and, you know, fucking we get into it with a shitty fan just because they're assholes. Just because they're assholes. That kind of ruins the experience. Yeah, I understand why your experience is ruined. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, why? Like, why? Like, why was it, everyone it so really aggressive? Ca- it, like, it costs fucking 500 plus dollars for this fucking gun. It costs nothing to fucking be a nice person, bro. Like, the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> I know I'm cussing a lot, but like, dude, that like that whole that's thing, all right. That's the whole point of the, on, bro. the podcast I mean, is. You know me, dog. I'm a pretty chill person. Like, I'm really not. You are. Really you're a you're a very relaxed young man. You very you take take things pretty in stride. And for them, like to act that way, I'm like, bro. Like, I get buying a firearm is that serious, but it's like, dog, selling my soul seems a lot laid back and easier than this bullshit. <laughs> Shit, apparently I could just fucking clip my mom's hair, buy some fucking toenails, and go to a fucking crossroad. Yeah. And Satan will just be like, I got you, homie. And, you know, that, and the devil be like, alright, dog, I'll see you in fucking 20 years. And the devil be like, what's up, bro? What would it take for you to sell your soul to the devil, Cameron? It's a good question. Like, what would you have to get in return? Dude, honestly, I don't know, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I was watching the new Spider-Man today. I didn't finish it yet, but I got to the... I'd watched the majority of it, the part where fucking Tom fucks up like he does as a kid, and, you know, everybody comes into the universe and stuff because he... His identity gets out there and everybody knows who he is now if i was gonna sell my soul for something everybody knows peter parker's spider-man yeah so i would either you know be an athlete you know never hurt so- something crazy but then so- something everybody nice. would know me. and i'm like i mean if you think about it that sounds cool but then again you if you really think about it you may not be really affected by it, but it's the people around you. You know what I mean? Like, I would hate to sell my soul and I'm able to, you know, do whatever I want because I know my, my soul is uh, sold. I ain't going to worry about shit. I'm going to die and go to hell anyways. It is what it is. But then for, like, you or Connor or, you know, whatever to get backlash from my shit, I couldn't do that. I couldn't put that on you guys. Like that's that's the type of person that I am. Well, Jesus Christ, I are you good? Selfish and sell my soul, but I couldn't are go you? through with it for the sheer point that the because there's going to be backlash. Like I'm going to like think about it, bro. Celebrities can do any just about anything wrong, anything wrong in somebody's eye, and to have that, no, bro. bro. I'd rather nobody fucking know who I am. I'm I'm cool with that. You'd rather not be famous? I'd rather not. I think for me, dude, I think I think if I could just get to like all my dreams would come true, I'd probably be able to I'd probably do it. 
They said, hey, bro. I mean... You get to make movies and shit. I'd be like, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool. Yeah. But, like, when I watched this one dude in the, in the scene turn around to Zendaya and was like, are you Spider-Man's girlfriend? I'm like, dude, why does that even matter? Why does that matter to you? If like, why does that matter to any of y'all right now? I mean, if that's that how celebrities. That's how celebrities are now, though. Everybody cares who's dating. Everybody cares who's fucking who when it comes to celebrities. Dude, who's in the movies and that. stuff. Fuck that. It would be fuck the same way with superheroes, that. and you know it. Yeah, I couldn't be a superhero. Could not be a superhero. Because trust I me, be a... I hate Homelander to the fullest. I hate Homelander to the fullest. I hate that motherfucker. He a bitch. He a whole bitch. I don't get it. You're a Homelander fan. You a hoe too. What that fucker went through? Hell no. You civilians are some pussies. Hell no. Like, you know, when he taught everybody, I could take y'all's lies if I wanted to. Y'all should be thanking me. That was Homelander's Denzel Washington moment right there. Y'all are going to be playing Pelican Bay when I'm done with y'all. That was mm-hmm. that right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I agree with Homelander on this one, and I hate him. King Kong ain't got shit on me. He's not wrong. He really, like that uh, scene that he put in his head where he just beamed everybody with, like he really could right now. He oh, really dude, could. Like he's my, not the one. My favorite Homelander scene is when he was talking to himself in the mirror and his mirror self was basically like with being such a pussy. Yeah. Oh, bro. Dude. And then he just goes out and he just drops that bomb. He's like, I don't need any of you. None. And then, oh, bro, what's that? Uh, what's that meme on TikTok that everybody uses whenever he confronts uh, Starlight about the video? Let's light oh, this candle. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Dude, he's like, do it, dude." That was the scariest shit. I'm so ready for. <laughs> I'm so ready for season four. Let's just do it. Let's just get into the TV shows we've been watching because we got so much coming out this year. Let's do I'm it. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for season four season of four the boys. Of the boys, season two of Invincible Dog. Invincible makes me nervous, dude. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I wonder what uh oh Mr. Whatever. Mark. Has... No, not Mark. His dad. Oh. Oh, Omni Man. Um, yeah, Omni Man. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what he's been doing in space for the last. Do you think we see Omni Man? When do you think we see Omni Man? I don't know. See, they could do an episode, mm. like you know, the first episode picks up where they last left off, and then the second and third episode is just like what he's been doing. Well, it's obvious that it's obvious they tease that next season is going to be about Mark developing as a superhero, and like I mean, but they obviously. still can have that one scene that leads into Mark's development mm. of what his dad's doing. That's true. What his dad is up to. Yeah, there's always that Dude. one episode of you know. I I've never read that. This really is one of the f- correlate, but it correlates oh, at the end. Yeah, I know what you're saying. We're like it's a it's a foreshadow almost. Where it's like, this is what Papa is doing while Mark is learning how to not be a bitch. Yeah, and then I would say the last episode 
Omni-Man drops in. We've had a big character development from Mark. It's like, I've missed you, son. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Mark's like, nah, fam. We whole gang up here, dog. Mark's like, got Mark's like get these hands. We whole gang out here. Yeah. Who run the government? I run government now, nigga. Mark. Mark. They call me In- Mark Kiki, boy. Uh, it's, it's, inv- it's invincible now. It's invincible <laughs> to you, dad. It's not Mark. <laughs> Mark, it's you. It's invincible to you, cuh. Yeah. <laughs> it's invincible to you, blood. <laughs> what you doing up on my turf? <laughs> Paul Walker's response to Tyrese Gibson in uh, Fast and Furious 2. I don't want to talk about it, cuh. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Mark, I miss and... you so much. I don't want to talk about it, cuh. Dude, the Fast and Furious movie. So did you see that thing on Twitter where everybody was sharing, like, what was the moment the Fast and Furious movie stopped being believable for you? It was what we talked about. Oh, dude. There's so many people. There's so many moments. Every, 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 there was like five people who mentioned the one we talk about where he flies across the bridge and grabs Letty out of the midair. No. No. You ain't making no. it to the other overpass. You ain't even making you, it to the other overpass. Even if you make overpass. it to the other overpass, the minute you hit that car, Dom is pudding. He's not a person anymore. No. As soon as Dom got... As soon as Dom jumped from the window, Dom clearly went straight down to the holler. <laughs> Letty, Letty probably got launched over the uh, overpass. That's a pun within itself. Got launched over the overpass into the holler as well. And there is two overpasses closed down now because of some dude driving a military tank off of it. And then they getting jackknifed by another car that's latched on the bottom of it. Come on now. I never took physics, but I'm not stupid. I know yeah, physics. <laughs> I know I have like, car accidents. I'm not, not a scientist. Bad. I'm a, I'm not a scientist, but I've been in a car accident or two myself. Yeah, you've actually been in a serious one, a very been a, serious one. Been a couple serious ones. And do you think you could have jumped out the window and saved Sam on an overpass? No. no. <laughs> I wouldn't even try, and I love her with everything I have. I'd be like, well, then we're just both going to die. Dude, no. I loved our last podcast when you asked me after watching that. I'm like, dude, what makes me afraid about driving is I don't know how to do all that. And I looked at you, I was like, dude, nobody's doing that. Nobody's <laughs> doing that. That's not happening. Well, no, what I said was, I was like, I'm a bad driver, so maybe I'm just jealous. And you were just like, yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. You're like what? You're like what are you jealous of, Kyle? The fact that these people can defy the laws of physics. God, yeah, I'm jealous too. That's not happening at all. You know. No. One of the greatest drivers. You know. Shout out R.I.P. Kenny Block. Kenny Block wasn't doing that shit. Kenny Block. You know. Like I said, R.I.P. I'm not throwing jokes out here, but Kenny Block died from an accident, a snowplow accident. And Man, those them snowplows are vicious. Yeah, um, I don't think Kenny Block is jumping from one overpass to another one. And I don't think anyone you know, is ever doing that. I think even Evil Knievel would look at that and be like, "That's a bit much." Yeah, he, uh, it's a bit, it's I a bit aggressive. It. Now you want me to save somebody? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, 
You want me don't to jump it? And I got to catch a hoe? Mm. <laughs> That's sketchy. But then you land on the windshield of another vehicle and you guys just crack it? You don't go... You After what I just witnessed, the velocity that you guys were flying at, you hit that car and you just crack the windshield? No. No. You are going through that car. That is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> You are not landing on the hood in the windshield, and then you are... up like you just woke from a nap. Like, damn, what what day is it? No, you're going to you the are... hospital. You are you are late. Head scan. You are landing in the front seat of that vehicle. Dead ass. Like you, know, I just love how Dom just got up. Like his back is not broken. Yeah, Dom just shrugged that shit off. He has legit superpowers. Dude, you know what my favorite moment of of all that series is? It shows Dom has legit superpowers now. He's basically an Avengers-level threat. At this point, is, yeah. You could really, you could really when, make Marvel Fast Furious movie at this point. You really oh yeah. should. Because when he fights Jason, Jason Statham, and he hits him with the immortal line of, do you know what happens? In, you know who wins in a street? <laughs> what is it? What happens in a street fight? The street wins, and he steps on the ground, and the fucking building beneath of them collapses, and I'm just like, hold on. No. This man is the Incredible Hulk. This is White Luke Cage. What is happening right now? Like a camera typing away. Dude, people won't leave me alone. Who? So, season two... Obviously, Invincibles are as a show we got into together. We watched every episode. We came home drunk from a fucking lake trip. Camping, day. yeah. We well, the whole show in one day. Uh, it was a lake trip with me, your now Cameron, yeah, my now future bride and her best friend. And we came home. They went home and took a. Uh, they went back to Hunter's house and took a nap. And me and you came home and just grinded like six <laughs> hours of Invincible. <laughs> just posted up on the bed like, I roll the other one. Well, dude, the best one, the best part of it was like one half of the electric. The wiring in my house was out. So one half of my room didn't have electric. So I had the TV like plugged up right next to where my bed was sitting. So we were just sitting there like. Like kids. Literally like yeah. kids. Like children. We had adult snacks and beer. We had Taco Bell and beers with us. We were just getting progressively more intoxicated and watching uh, Invincible. this wonderful show. And dude, it's one of those shows that you don't expect to be as crazy as it is. Like we watched the first episode and we both were like, well, this is kind of... Like the most of the way through the first episode, you're like, "Well, this is kind of cool. This is this is nifty. What an interesting like story this could be." You're like, "It's a sky high kind of thing," and then the end of the first episode oh. happens. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah. Uh, for the audience who've ever watched a, but at this point, if you haven't, if you if you yeah, if you've never seen, and like if you didn't watch Justice League Unlimited and shit like that, like. There were adult storylines in Justice League Unlimited, but the violence was kept to a very minimum. Very minimum. Like, now, like you, you, 
rarely saw blood. And at the end of the first episode of Invincible, Omni-Man, who is like this Superman-like character, basically rips this universe's version of the Justice League apart limb from fucking limb with his bare hands. And not only think of it as Superman just turning south and just literally you watch, not not they put it in your head to assume you watch Batman get his fucking head ripped off. You watch it. You watch it. Yeah, dude, he goes systematically goes through this universe's whole version of the Justice League, and they have versions of everybody: the Flash, Batman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, and he rips them all to fucking shreds in front of you. And I mean brutally, like they are, like the like these are close casket funeral type deaths. Like we're talking about fucking Superman taking Wonder Woman's <sighs> own rope and decapitating her with it. Because yeah, it was it, so damn hard choking her. That's how it was, dude. It's a brutal show, and the show stays like that for the rest of the series, their season. It's the just show. the whole show. Yeah, but the whole show is about this dude's son. For those who haven't seen it, Mark, who develops powers and like becomes a superhero, and you watch the growing pains of being a superhero in the most brutal ways possible. Like, dude, when he tries to save the old lady and he like crashes into a building and then you look yeah, down at her body yeah and she's all fucking mangled and shit where he ran into a building with her in his arms i'm just like oh oh and kyle when do you ever see old lady old ladies and not even old ladies old people and children dying never in this tv show no hold bars. Oh, uh, no, yeah. No that's what I was going to say. Heads bars. up for anyone, anyone who's ever, no one who's ever seen it. This show gets like full on genocide mode at the end. Like the last episode includes full on human genocide. Literally, genocide. Like there, there, there's, if there's one word you could describe to describe that episode, genocide. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's how you describe it. Human genocide. This man, Omni Man, could have really took out. I'm guessing this man says all the humans got to go. All I'm, of them. I'm guessing New York. like Looks like Chicago. Either New York or Chicago. And let's just say after that episode, that city does not have a railway whatsoever. No. Uh, forget <laughs> a railway, dude. That The city's population was cut in like two-thirds. At least. In the matter of an hour. We're talking about thousands, not hundreds. You hear that all the time of mass, you know, crashes. Hundreds of people. We're talking thousands of people dead in the matter of seconds. seconds. Yeah, moments. <laughs> I mean, you, the show, at the, end, the last episode of the show, you blink your eyes and you watch an entire city get reduced to essentially rubble. I was speechless. Y'all, honestly, audience, y'all should have seen mine and Kyle's faces when we looked at each other. I was so horrid. I did not know. Uh, Dude, for me, for me, it was after he wrecks the train. And then the dude is underneath the rubble, and he's reaching out for his daughter, and he jumps on it and smashes him. I was just like, this show is fucking ruthless. While using his son as the human weapon. Yeah, he just fucking smashes this dude, and I'm just like, oh no. Or when he's like, him and his son are up in the air, and he like punches him down, and then he makes sure to punch him through the cruise ship. 
Completely unnecessary, by the way. Didn't need to do that. No, not at all. But he he, did, he wanted to make a point. Yeah, uh, and then he flies back. When he grabs him out of the ocean, he flies back through the cruise ship again. Like goes, like y'all y'all just don't understand. This man flies through down through the cruise ship, takes this fucker straight through, and then takes him right back up straight through the ship again. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's a ruthless show, and like in a it's such a ruthless way, but it's also like so cheery and fun because Mark is such a doofus. And he's so fun to be around. And, you know, then you have guys like Rex. Like, Rex Splode. Yeah. Yeah. Who I'm pretty sure Rex is voiced by the same guy who voices... I'm trying to think who he voices. The voice is so familiar, but I can't think of who it is at the moment. But the voice is super familiar. It's not Goggins, is it? It yeah. might be. No, Walter Goggins is uh is this like the the Nick Fury dude. Ah, <clears throat> uh. that's Walter Goggins. <clears throat> First off, the voice cast of Invincible is top tier. Stephen Yoon plays Mark. Shout out to him for bringing that you know Tom Tom Holland you know type of character into uh Mark. I really like that. Yeah, Mark that he was just a Tom like, Holland fucking goofiness to it, where you're like, well, he's so lovable. Yeah, like you just miss him. Yeah, you just want him to. You're just like, oh, Mark, you, you, you beautiful little cherub, you. Like whenever he uh, gets his girl, his girlfriend, and you know he's like, oh, I can't tell her. I'm just gonna lie to her, and we're just like, Mark, like, just be honest. Yeah, why though? But, like, dude, the, the, and, like, people, the amount of hoops he jumps through to keep his identity safe from his girlfriend backfires on him so fucking bad. But then you end up, you know, agreeing on Mark's side later. When it's, it's a class, yeah. It's a classic story of him, like, trying to manage his regular life with his superhero life. But the twist is that it's combined with brutal graphic violence. When he's being a superhero. That his girlfriend just doesn't understand. Yeah. Because, dude, at the end of the season when she yells at him, when she's just like, why couldn't you tell me? I'm like, dude, if Mark were to say, bitch, if you had seen a quarter of the things I've seen, you would completely understand why I haven't said anything to you about this. Duh. <clears throat> like, the fact that I even still come to school on a daily basis surprises me. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that I... And participate in normal teenage life in any way, shape, or form with you people. After the trauma, <laughs> after the trauma I have experienced, is a is a genuine miracle. Yeah, yeah. Dude, speaking of trauma and superheroes, I can't wait for season four of The Boys. Which is just I. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it, dude, it's so much more fucked up though. Like, it's I love all of the all of the like the similarities you see in the boys to like real life. Like how all of the superheroes are like celebrities. 
they're all super involved narcissistic assholes that have feelings yeah feelings What's been your What's been your favorite season of the boys so far? Do you, were you a season? I like season two is probably my favorite. Like overall, season two was such a banger, and it was so wild, and it made me. I was like, oh, okay, so this is like a a permanent TV show for me to watch. Maybe the last season. Season three. Yeah. But is it is that just because I'm Soldier Boy's in it? Yes. <laughs> Listen, no homo, but Jensen Ackles is that fucking dude. And if anybody who's been watching Supernatural since 05, you know that motherfucker is him. He's him. Hey, and when that motherfucker came on the screen and was like, I need two 40s and some fucking coke, I was like, this nigga's him. And in the Dodgers jersey, bro, stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. He's out here. Yeah, he's in the Dodger in the Dodger rolling sixties blue. I need two forties in some coat. And then you watch this man chug a forty, and then do a line and have a conversation with Dewey and uh fucking what is his name? Black haired fucker. The butcher. Uh, butcher. Yeah. And just Billy Butcher. Like he hasn't been cryo freeze for you know thirty, almost forty years. Or when Huey is like, when Huey's like, do you know what Bluetooth, GPS, the internet, any of that is? And he's like, you made those words up. <laughs> Dude, I I about lost it when he said that. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, bro, he literally. Doesn't he take it like a hit, like a bump before he answers Dewey? No, he uh, he hits it. The best is when he ta- he takes a bump when they're just like it's just him and Huey sitting in the room and they're just talking. He takes a bump and he's like he's talking about like real like they see a commercial for some clothes and he's like real men would never be caught out wearing that shit and he's like now the cause talking about Bill Cosby he's like that's a real man. <laughs> And he said that he takes a bump and he goes, made some strong ass drinks though. And Huey goes, holy shit, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Wild. Wild. Oh, oh, dude. Jensen Eccles, is, here's the thing. I'm not someone, I've never, I didn't get into Supernatural. It wasn't my show. So I, my only experience with Jensen Eccles was in uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D, which is a bad movie. Oh, it's horrible. But he's pretty good in it. He and that's the only time I've. Of course, he's good in it. He doesn't have he doesn't have a role. He's just the killer. It's a, it's, he just goes yeah. around killing people with a pickaxe. It's, yeah, it's great. It's that's all he does. He doesn't say he doesn't. No, nah, dude. Nobody. It, here's what it is. He play in the movie. Jensen Eccles plays Jensen Eccles until the end of the movie when it's revealed that he's the killer. Which I knew. I mean, if you pay attention at all in the movie, you can figure that shit out. Like after the second time the murderer shows up, you're like, "Oh, it's Jensen. It's got to be Jensen Eccles murdering people." Yeah. But that was my only experience with him. So when he they announced that he was going to play Soldier Boy on The Boys, I was like, "Well, that'll be interesting." I've never, I've never really like been around old Jensen Eccles. Peel this part of my 
thing off. There we go. I thought that was a bag. I never really... <laughs> I no, I've never really been. I never really watched him. Never really seen any of his work. And I was just kind of like, well, this will be interesting. I love it. Like the whole persona, the whole. He's excellent. Like to the point where they're casting a new Batman for because they're gonna have two Batmans. They're gonna have Robert Pattinson for because they want to do keep doing the Batman stuff with Robert Pattinson, but they also want to do like a Batman for the DCU that they're making, like the MCU. So they're gonna do well because they're gonna do an older Batman because they want to have a Batman that has Robin. Uh, Michael Keaton. <clears throat> No, I want, I actually want Jensen Eccles to play Batman. To play older Batman. Why? He wants, he wants to do it. He wants to do it. Who would you have play Robin? That's who I would pick. I'd have Jensen Eccles play Batman. Because he wants to do it, and he would be the perfect Bat, he, he would be the perfect older Batman. He'd make a great Bruce Wayne. Robin got to be and black. And he's, he's got the voice. He's got to be black. Why does Robin got to be black? I feel like Robin got to be black. Robin always struck me as more of an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, but whatever. I, dude, I don't know, bro. Like, people sleep You're on gonna Robin. You're going to race switch? People sleep on Robin. Yeah. Like, people sleep on people. People sleep on Dick Grayson, Robin. All of the other Robins suck dick. Hot take. Like after the first after the first Robin runs off and becomes Nightwing, all of the rest of them are garbage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. They make my main Robin too fruity sometimes, and I'm just like, bro. Little do y'all motherfuckers know he was clapping, star, uh, whatever her name is, in Raven. Starlight. Batgirl, Batgirl, Starfire, Starfire, Raven, Clapping, Starfire sister, Clapping Cheeks. You think fucking Beast Boy and other dude? Nah, they nah. Robin doing the clap. Nah. Robin doing. Nah, the nah, nah. Oh, uh, the original Robin was, as they say, as we used, as we used to say, chopping meat, chopping baby, beating meat, beating baby. <laughs> he was killing it. He was he was a chopping baby. Chopping baby. <laughs> We're chopping chopping baby. Chopping baby. Beating. We're beating me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the great I'm telling you, dude, it's the best. But yeah, he was slaying. I don't know. Who would you have? Play, who who plays Robin? I don't know. I feel like you need a badass. I like a like a badass like fourteen year old. Tom Holland, I guess. No, Tom Holland's too old for all that shit now. He can't play Robin. You stop. You can't play Spider Man and Robin. He'll be perpetually seventeen years old for the rest of his life. He would hate that. Yeah, he would want to burn life. people's houses down. Dude, uh, dude, I don't know any young actors. Like I don't know any. Like I'm to I'm to that point now to all my actors that I know I fuck with are like either in their early forties to the their late sixties. 
I know that's what I'm saying. Like on maybe like, one of the. Do you think one of the no? The, none of the Stranger Things kids are in good enough shape to do it. Maybe Finn Wolford. That's true. Definitely not the other kid. So, no, none of the other kids could do it. I don't know if any of the other kids could do it. Gaten could do it. You think so? You think he could play Robin? Dude. Oh, yeah, bro. I, if he could get in shape to do it, the dynamic between him as yeah, Robin like, and Jensen Eccles like, as Batman... Yeah, like, what... Would be fucking priceless. Him as, like, a somewhat chubby, curly-headed teenager... I'd keep the curls and get some muscle tone. You could do a you could do a, a training montage. Yeah, but like I don't know, dude. He's a sweet kid. Like, like I like. That's what I'm saying, though. His performance. I, it, even though uh, I don't, you know, it would all depend on if he could get the muscle mass to play Robin. Like I said, the relationship. If Jensen Eccles plays Batman, him is Batman, and I feel like the boy is Robin like, would be super fun. When, I'd probably go with Finn, cause they're Finn. Finn has that mouth, bro. I loved him in it. Like he had that. Mouth. Yeah, he was great in it. And like, dude, cause like well, I went would... in, I went into expectations watching that movie. I'm like, this nigga is gonna be like fucking uh uh. I can't even uh Will. No, it's not Will. It's a Will. No. Uh, Mike. Mike. It's Mike. Mike. He's gonna act like Mike. And this is going to be a shitty movie. And then when this man came in with the let's kick this clown's ass, let's kick this fucking clown's ass, I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> so you get a little bit of that, you know, a little sauciness that he got in there with a little bit of innocence that uh, Robin has and get that Kel- uh, that little, you know, character development segment that they have in movies. That'd be a good, you know, be a good pick. Oh no, I'm I'm not a director. To be honest, if I was, I would I would like to be. I'd choose my friends. I'd be an Adam Sandler. I put all my friends in the movies. Mm, it would depend on the movie. So it would depend on what I no. what I want what I needed from the movie. You can put me, you, Flowers, and Hunter in any type of movie. Be a comedy, serious comedy. Sad comedy, any of it. You can do it. You can do I mean, it. hey man, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna I'm gonna work on getting my IT degree, but I'm also gonna pursue all the dreams. I'm gonna try to do stand up and make movies. Yeah. If you could make something, like Cameron, if you could make some type of entertainment, like if you were, like, what would you make? Would you make movies? Would you make music? Music. I wrote a fire. Uh, I wrote a fire bar earlier today. Uh, oh yeah. What did I write down? Uh, I'm sick and tired. Uh, yeah, let's see. I'm sick and tired of my mom. I'm sick and tired of my mom worrying about her baby boy who who can't seem to put down the adult toys. Talking about. Guns, drugs, sex, uh, like adult toys. You know what I mean? What a bar. Look at you. 
Like, and that, that honestly just came to me, bro. I was like, dude, I'm just sick and tired. My mom crying about her baby boy. And then adult toys came to my head. And I'm like, you know, you could use that metaphor for a lot of things. Because you could use adult toys as sex toys. But I'm also talking about sex toys. But I'm also talking about sticks. But I'm not talking about what you think about sticks. You feel me? You see where I'm getting right here? Adult toys. <laughs> Adult. You see where I'm going? You see? You see where I'm taking this? Who can't seem to put down the adult toys, the drugs, the guns, the girls, and I mean, yeah. what would you make music about, Cameron? Would you make music about your personal, like, would you make art about your personal experience? Like your life experience, or would you try like you know what I mean? Would you try to tap into something else? Um, so that's that's one of the things that I love about the music industry, and I hate about the music industry is that I love seeing all take new directions, but that new direction can be their downfall. And I mean, I don't know so much. Of you know the movie and film industry, like it seems like you can come back from a you know shitty movie. Really I mean, hard. You, you can't. You can. It's really. But you have to be a, a established already. You can't. You can't. It can't be your first movie. Like I mean, your first big movie can't be a flop. It's yeah. hard to recover from that. And you know sometimes. Like, uh, moving record labels are, you know, good for the artist. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's hard. It's really, it's really hard. And I like, it's just coming, this is coming from a person. I may not make music, but I'm so infatuated and have so much love for music that I know what it I wouldn't say I know what it takes but what I know what is put into it yeah you know what the artists put into making it as far as they do when it comes to me like you know what I mean like what what these artists go through to make it yes so dude like a bad song a bad song you know really couldn't hurt your career but a couple of bad songs a bad album can't a lot of like that's how you know you get a lot of one hit wonders because you get some people who you know they see a lot of money they fucking blow it all that's why you know you don't hear a lot you don't hear a lot from you know Lil Pump anymore fucking you know Bryson Tiller people can go in the comments if they want and come back and be like oh Bryson Tiller is making still making music and you know whatever but it's like are they though are they though? Like, if making music is your passion, whether you get paid for it or not, that's one thing. But if your passion is to do music and get paid for it, that that's something you want to be your job. You gotta you gotta take it seriously. Like, you know, you're gonna have to listen to you know this shitty song multiple times to see either you need to redo the verse 
fucking scratch the whole song, start over again. Countless hours of doing the same fucking song. The same song. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I love music. I hate fucking, you know, uh, post-Thalmus albums. Posthumous albums? Hate them. You don't think they should release something, no. uh, something after the artist no. dies? Because it's somebody else. Like, granted, you have your engineers, you have your producers and stuff, but who is making the song? The artist. You see where I'm? You see where I'm going? Yeah. The yeah. Artist, the person. Like, you, the yeah. person. The artist. Might- person whose art it really is is not involved anymore. So there's no reason to continue. So, you know, like, you have somebody else doing the song. What do you think about, like, when people win awards posthumously? Like when Heath Ledger won the Oscar after he died, passed away for playing the Joker. That's different. If it was already, like, in the process of coming out, or, like, it was already done, that's different. But, like... Uh, let's use Mac Miller and Juice World because they had they have a similar situation when it comes to that question. Mac Miller's album was already uh, out, so I think he died in September. So he released his um, uh, I think it's Swimming. I think I think the album's called Swimming. Uh, he dropped. Uh, that album when um, Travis Scott dropped his Astroworld album. Now I'm gonna put this in perspective because I'm also going to go back to what I was talking about earlier. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj out of Mac Miller who if you look at the numbers, Nicki does more numbers than Mac unfortunately but you know a lot of a lot of her fans <laughs> Unfortunately, he says. I'm just, but you know, you gotta look at the dynamics here. A lot of her, you know, fans are females. Well, yeah. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. Mac Miller outsold her about like a hundred thousand. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj did not break a hundred thousand first week. And as an artist who is that big, so you you have to be. You have to be. Like Nicki, like Nicki Minaj should have known, like while she was about to release this album, that she should do at least at least a hundred thousand first week. Didn't do a hundred thousand first week. I think she did fifty or sixty. That's not a lot. Nicki Minaj flopped, flopped because hot take. Look at you, camera. Um, the whole thing was going on with Cardi, Cardi B, and she just kept like no no female artist really wanted like I'm talking about big female artists, no female artist really wanted to fuck with her. Well, it seemed like she was in a lot of like personal beefs last year because of her, because because she's a hater, she's a hater. So now yeah. you know I think her and Meg The Stallion made a song. I don't think it's her and Ice numbers. Spice. 
And I think she did a song with Ice Spice, who was, you know, one of uh, these new upcoming female artists. And I've never heard of it. I haven't even, it hasn't even flown across my radar. I just know about it because uh, Ice Spice name is tagged to it. But she flopped. She flopped. But Mac Miller, back to your question, Mac Miller's album was already released by then. And then he passed away. Now, we talked about the album that came out after that. Having gave it a listen. Talking about Circles? Yeah. I've listened to Circles, and uh, there's another one that I listened to. I've listened to two songs out the whole album. Now, you could say, oh, well, you know, you can't really form an opinion because you haven't heard the album. Now, wait. I've been listening to Mac Miller since he's came out. I'm well that one's a banger. I'm not going to listen to this album because somebody else put their time into it. Now, some of it is pro- like, yeah, that is Mac Miller. But from when he died and when this album was released, was it finished? No, it wasn't. Somebody else was finishing that album. I'm not gonna listen to it. Yeah, that artist is on there, but that's not the artist. How do you know? How do you know that was the song that they wanted to release? Obviously, they didn't release that song for a reason. You feel like it's unfair to release what you are like. You feel like are unfinished exactly. products. Like, like if I had a project, like, and I don't don't get me wrong. I love you, and I love Connor to death. If I was doing a project, I wouldn't want you guys to finish it. No. No. Leave it. Now, if you wanted to do... Well, if it's musically inclined, I don't think I could finish it for you. And that's that's my whole thing. Like, nobody is going to finish my project. Even if they finish my project. Did Kyle finish your project for you? Yeah, even if they finish my project. My project's not finished. Obviously, I didn't release those songs for a reason because they weren't finished. So, no, I'm not going to listen to Legends. I'm not going to listen to Legends Never Die. No, I take that back. Look at you taking a stand, Cameron. I I did listen to Legends Never Die, and it was was good. It was good because, honestly, I listened to some of uh, Legends. Didn't like it. A lot of sad shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I love that you were like, I'm not going to listen to Legends or Legends Ever Die. And you were like, well, I mean, I did, but I, I didn't like it. I I liked the the second, the second. I did. I did. I listened to the first song, and I told myself. We're all I just consumers in a consumer world, Cameron. Except I even it. listen to the song before I even press play. I'm like, if this starts off as a sad fucking, like, uh, like, uh, Righteous by fucking Juice World. I hate that song. I'll be blunt with anybody. You can argue with me. I don't give a fuck. I love Juice World to death. I'm sad as fuck. I will never see him live. That album was garbage. It was garbage. And when I listened to the second album all the way through, I told myself, if this is sad as fuck, if it starts off sad as fuck, I'm not listening to it. I'm done. Cameron said I'm not listening to any more sad albums. I've had enough no, of this shit. This man starts singing and it's fucking like some. No, I'm not listening to it. I'm not. 
oh, what are you afraid to cry? No, I hate fucking that sad, uh, that sad. No, I cry too much. I cry too much. I'm tired of being sad. Yeah. I want to be happy. Like, everybody's talking about, like, oh, you know, Juice World can, like, no. Juice World had bars. Juice World's a nigga. Juice World is that nigga. He raps. That's what he does. Oh, That's boy. what he did. He rapped. Now, if you want to make a couple love songs, a couple sad songs, that's cool. But when you drop a fucking album, I expect my volume to go to 28 as soon as the song starts. Not fucking 15, and I don't know if I want to be in a relationship or not. Okay? I don't fucking need that shit. I don't want that shit. I don't, I don't need that. Okay? <laughs> makes me makes me question all of my life choices. I don't need that from you, Deuce World. No. I... I Dude, that's I like Ed Sheeran for that. If I wanted to be sad in love, that's like that a, was the Ed Sheeran. No, I want to see and hear you spit some fire ass shit that none of these motherfuckers get. I want to talk about. I want to hear about you say Choppa thirty times and how you about to split these niggas cap back blue. I'm trying to hear that. Okay, stand you. Dude, it's like all these shows I've been watching recently, like Barry and uh, Beef on Netflix. Like, dude, all these shows, all of them. Like, yeah, it's. The Mandalorian had a super happy ending, and some people are kind of complaining about it. And here's the thing. I'm big on the whole, we got to explore the human condition. Like, yeah, it's nice to explore the human condition and, like, watch shows that make us sad and, you know, make me feel like I'm, you know, make me question what it's like to be a person, my emotions, and my mental stability. That's all fine and dandy, but every once in a while, it's okay to just be happy. Yeah. Alright, I don't need all my music to depress me. I don't need all of my TV shows to have sad endings. No, see, that's different with me. If I'm listening to music, it has to be emotion. There has to be emotion in there. Whether it be a turn up emotion, sad, like, I know we're getting sad. Does I have, emotion is fine. I will listen to a sad song. But what I'm more like getting into is like, Juice World can rap and make a saint and make a fire song. Juice World can't sing and make a fire song. Well, I when I mean sing, I mean sing. Like sing. Like he's singing his lyrics. But when he rap slash sings his lyric, that's when it's fire. Lean With Me is one of my favorite songs of all time. And dude, he practically is singing that whole fucking song, but he's rapping as well, and that's the fucked up part. That's what I love so much about Juice World is because y'all are missing the bars. Y'all are so focused on like not like y'all are listening. No, y'all are what's better, listening or hearing? I would say hearing. No. You're hearing what he's saying. You ain't listening to what he's saying. Like, everybody probably starts the song with, you know, drugs got me sweating, but the room's getting colder. You don't understand that bar. Because that's a bar. Because anybody well, dude, what it done is, drugs is it you... and has been in a room temperature room, that room's cold as fuck. Well, dude, and not only that, you have a, a different relationship with music than most people. Like, you have watched it for so long and you've been so infatuated with it that you just pick up on little things that other people don't pick up on. Like, you know, to them, they're just listening to bangers, but you're listening to, like, these artistic expressions from people 
I think that's why you have such a relationship with music. Like, like I pick up things in movies and TV shows that people don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know yeah. how they make, like, camera angles and how they do, like, how they do certain yeah, things. I and I well, If you were to give me a song and say, hey, break this down, gotcha. I gotcha. I can tell you what, what that motherfucker was thinking when he said that. I gotcha. And, dude, that's one, that's one thing me and you have. We and you, we're, we're such creative minds. And that's why I feel like we do so well, like especially like in like in a podcast or something like, like that together. Last night when I called you, like mm-hmm. last night when I called you. So audience, yeah. Yesterday or last night, I came across this comedian. That's and that's something that me and Kyle share in common when it comes to you know cinema is comedy. Well, me and Kyle love talking about stand-up comedians. Like that's something that we love to talk about you know some of our favorite comedians and some of the stuff that they have done not only in comedy but how their comedy reshaped of what we're doing today in life and we have a, a comedy to thank for that but you know there's also a backside of comedy and with that you know you get people who have disabilities that try to really overshadow this you know dark dilemma that comedy has that you know it's more bullying and making fun of people and not being so much comedy and funny as it is as as it has been intended to be since comedy well yeah. there's this guy. the com- comedy's problem is yeah. intent so com- like people are confusing yeah. intent so uh one of my is drew lynch well for y'all that don't know drew lynch has a stuttering problem from a softball injury taking a softball to the throat well damn yeah so he has trouble saying words well this joke that he told in one of his stand-ups really struck me not only as a com- as a comedic person but also as a lyrical person as well now when it comes to rap and freestyling it's punchlines and flow. And obviously with comedy, it's the same thing. Punchlines and flow. You're reading the flow of the audience. You're reading the flow of the room. Like how does it feel? And you're, you know, you're letting your lyrics speak pretty much. Like you're doing your bit. Well, this man has this joke of pronouns and transgenders. And this man has a problem saying him. So what this man ended up doing, he wrote a bar. And when he said, when I transition, I already have my pronouns picked up. My first pronoun is going to be laugh because I'm a comedic and I make people laugh. And then my next pronoun is he, 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 him. You run that back. (laughs) That's him trying to say him. Because he's stuttering, but he's also laughing. Because it sounds like he's laughing while trying to say him. That is fire. And not only was it fire, it was fucking hilarious. Well, that you called me to be like, Dude, bars. 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 Honestly, Comedy if you bars. Put, if you put a nice little beat on this and tweaked his words, uh, hey, hey. That man just dropped the hardest bar in 2023, y'all. This man just dropped the <laughs> hardest bar. 
He said, my first pronoun is laugh. My second, he, 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 him. Bruh, stop. He said, I'm dropping bars. Dude. Like, I'm kind of, like, I'm 2006 Kanye up On in this bitch. On guy, bruh. On guy. This man was out here. And shit like that really, like, Gets that brain going, you know what I'm saying? Well, you have you you have a respect for wordplay, Cameron. You are a you're a big wordplay guy. I love it. Like, it's probably why you're such a, a big Lil Wayne fella. Hey, the greatest of all time. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Your favorite rapper's oh favorite rapper. Ain't no. This man stopped Easy. writing since 2000. I could be wrong. I think it was 99. This man stopped writing. Some of y'all favorite hits is a fucking freestyle. Let that sink in, you dumb fuck. This man was smoking a blunt in the studio and said, off the top. Your favorite song. Off the dome. Stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. Your favorite song is a freestyle. Blunt blowing freestyle. Let it be known. All y'all motherfuckers that were hopping on his dick when Carter 5 came out, that's a whole freestyle album. Stop. Stop playing with him. Everything that you've heard, bro, I, oh, I can't. And literally, bro, everything that you've heard since, I, I think the first Carter, I think the first Carter, stopped writing. Now, Been off top. did y'all just not hear what I just said? Most of y'all motherfuckers are writing y'all shit down. Comedics writing this shit down. Rappers writing this shit down. They're writing this shit down. And the fuckers that are out here freestyling that shit, those are the dudes. Those are the dudes. Now, I'm not dissing any people that have penmanship. Cole? Cole ain't really a freestyle, but Cole can freestyle. Kyle knows this from experience. Kyle knows this from experience. That Cole can freestyle, but Kyle also knows that Cole has nice penmanship as well. This man can write. He does, and that's what makes Cole so scary, because nobody wants that smoke. Like this man is either going to end your career off top, or he's going to write it down. Either or is terrifying. Yeah, he can bury you either yes. way. You know, I hate to break it to you, Logan. If I send a bin into Eminem, I'm probably getting that back within a couple of days. I send that into If I send that in the Wayne, I'm seeing it the same day I sent it. The same day I sent it. It's getting released that same day. I, honestly, I don't even have to hear the song. That's the same day. All you have to hear the song. As soon as I hear it, it's over. Hold on. Do I got a lighter on me? Yep. Yep. Hold on. Hold on. As soon as I hear this, that's it. That's it. Jesus, go ahead. Just go ahead and put it out. You want to listen to it? No, no. So I already made millions. And all I needed to know is, is, and all I needed to hear was that lighter flick. I know it's that's the game. Yeah, like you know, you're sitting next to me, and you're like, so Cameron, like you know, this is our big break. Like, what are you looking for? One thing. We done it, Kyle. We done it. That's it. (laughs) That's it. We made it. You don't want to hear the rest of the song? No, we made it. (laughs) <laughs> Bible, we made it. Like, what? What if he doesn't say anything? Then we just made a million dollars of a song of Wayne not saying a single fucking thing besides a lighter flick. That's it. Yeah. That's it. 
Oh, dude, if we ever got to meet Wheezy, that'd I'd be insane. I'd call Logan. I'd FaceTime Logan that right then and there. Yo, favorite rappers. Favorite rapper. <laughs> His favorite rapper is Eminem. And guess who inspired Eminem? <laughs> Wheezy? Stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing with him. Stop playing with him. No, I mean, like, I don't know, bro. Like, look, I just, I just think Lil Wayne lucked out. Like, I don't, I honestly don't really know if Eminem, uh, inspiration was Lil Wayne. I don't think it was because, like, him and Wayne pretty much came up together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't say, like, together. Like, they weren't making music together, but, like, they were, like, you know, the NBA drafting class. Like an NBA rapper. Yeah, like, they were in the same so class. They, they yeah, came yeah, up yeah. as, you know, young rappers in the late like, In the same early unit. Early 2000s. So, you know, obviously, yeah. So yeah. Pac and Biggie, Mob Deep, you know, all all of them are going to be inspirations of, you know, Eminem, especially the East Coast. Like the whole West Coast, East Coast thing that really blew up. Uh, mid to late 80s and all of the 90s, you know, I would I would say a lot of the East Coast rappers was, you know, Lil Wayne, not Lil Wayne's, but Eminem's in, inspiration. I could be wrong. I'm not Eminem. But as far as rap music goes, I'll go ahead and tell you. It, it honestly just comes down to fucking uh, personal preference at this point with them two. Both yeah. good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not saying Eminem's trash. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that at all. Eminem probably. Well, I know you're not saying that. Like I know who my top five are, and Eminem's not in there, unfortunately. Give me your top five, Cameron. Give me your top, top five. Five would be Drake. Drake's up there. Lil Wayne. Um, I mean. Dude, uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, is that four? That is four. Uh, now, is this all time or this right is now? All time. This is all time. Like, unfortunately. Dang, you ain't got you ain't got Biggie or Tupac in your top five. Wow. No, no, that's because I'm I'm thinking because I. You gotta understand. Like, yeah, the whole feud was going on, East Coast, West Coast, all this other stuff. But at the end of the day, it's honestly just a lot of miscommunications. And they'd probably still be alive and homeless today if that shit didn't happen. But then again, you got to think, it was the 90s. It's not like Biggie could have called Pac a week later and be like, yo, you know, what's up? Like, what what can we do? They had pagers and fucking you know freshly new cell phones back then. Like I don't like I don't know if you guys realize this. You had to be rich as fuck to have it. You had oh to yeah, as fuck and it was like it was like the, it was like this yeah. this big. And we're talking about like ninety six, ninety seven. So like they were kind of smaller, but they were still big. They were still big, but you still had to be rich. And when you're, you know, doing, like, think about it, bro. Like, you're doing 
what Taylor Swift is doing right now. No cell phones, no phones, landlines. So you would have to wait until they either answered your pager, if they even had one, or got home and checked to see if they had a voicemail. Dude, a voicemail. God, what a time like, to be alive. Real life yeah, voicemails. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if me and you had beef back then, I probably wouldn't hear from you unless, you know, you really wanted to be with me. Yeah, unless we met yeah. in person. Or, you know, I just happened to see you out on a weekend. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's a tie between them two. I mean, I really didn't grow up listening to them while they were alive they were already so you can't can't really comment on their prime i was uh they were already dead when i was born like i was literally i was one year i was literally a year old a year and a month old when biggie got shot like i was literally a fetus when pot got how that's that's so depressing it really is it really is we missed out, Cameron. We really, we really missed out. Like I really wish I grew up mixed in the nineties. It would have been bad. Yeah. But I feel like it probably would have been more cool. He's like it would have sucked because of oh, the racism, man. but it probably oh, would have been man. cool. Like, dude, I can only imagine being twenty-seven in ninety-three. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. It was too much going. On. Oh my god. Too much going on, bro. Well, there's still too much going on, no. Cameron Hobson. There's still no, too dude, much going like, on. I, like, a cop just can't pull you over for a traffic stop and just pull you out of your car and him and 11 of his buddies beat your ass for no fucking reason at all. That doesn't happen anymore fucking 20 plus years, 30 years later. No, I ain't got where I do have to worry about getting shot if I do something sudden, but I don't have to worry about just getting pulled out of my car because of my that's true and getting absolutely now God, beat out of my God forgive God forbid you want to take your seatbelt off, but God forbid, God forbid I was any <laughs> other color but white at night in the night. Yeah, that's true. No. But, hey, if you were like, hey, I got this time machine, though. You trying to, yeah, let, right now. Right, let's go. Right now. This for the music? Dude, could you, Nirvana? Yeah, I'm going to a Tupac concert. Stone, Stone Temple Pilot, Tupac, Biggie. Going, dude. dude, fucking, uh, uh, damn, I can't think of the name. Alice in Chains. Dude, NWA, bruh, bruh, ah, bruh, Beautiful. I, I would have loved to have been there that day, bruh, that day when Ice Cube dropped that diss track to the whole NWA crowd, he's like, fuck you, he you said, catch all, a bullet, all of you, you can catch get. a bullet, I'm gonna name drop you, you gonna catch a bullet, this nigga was not playing out here, bruh, uh, oh, hey, I'm just saying, bruh, I'm just saying, I listened to Ice Cube wasn't the one the one to fuck with. No, and neither was Pac. Hey, I'm just saying, if I was Biggie, even though he didn't respond anyways, 
if I was any of those people that got name dropped and I hit him up, dude, I'm not fucking with him at all. I'm not going to California. Yep. Like that that tour date, not gonna be there. No he said stressed day. out. Hashtag stressed out. Like, Hashtag bro, stressed out. Cease, like uh oh, uh, when he says uh uh Lil Cease go ask your boy how I'll cut you up and leave you something now be deceased bar because he said Lil Cease and the way he spelled his name is C-E-A-S-E and this nigga says now be deceased stop playing with this boy stop playing with him no biggie I'm not going to California stop playing with this man stop playing with this man hey hey Cam we flying out to California no we ain't we ain't you might I'm not you crazy you might. Nigga, you I'm just, not. Did you just hear what we just listened to yesterday? Am I deaf? This nigga name dropped me. I don't do anything. No. That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat. Oh, no, hell no. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I'm sweating. Dude, immediate. I'm sweating no. just thinking about it. Just thinking about it. No. Dude, could you? I, I just couldn't imagine someone saying some shit like that to me in public. That's awful. Dude, I hit him up is probably the most ruthless song I've ever heard in my life. It's the most ruthless song anyone's ever heard in their life. Oh no, Cameron just ended the call. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I guess uh, we can close the podcast there. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Planet Comedy Podcast. We'll redial Cameron here. Did you hang up on us? Dude, people will not leave me alone. Fuck. Like, three different people trying to contact me, and I'm trying to, like, bro, I'm in the middle of Oh, you're good. I start, I just I just started to end the show because I was no, just like, we're not, having no, connection issues here. Might as well. Good. No. Uh, dog. It's all good. The, this man, uh, Mob Deep, is, was a group, a rap group from New York. One of them... Oh, he said I gotta finish my thoughts on this good. real quick. One of them... Uh, died a few years ago. The other one's still living, but it was a duo group. One of them had sickle cell anemia. This man went after his sickle cell anemia and says, my crew will make sure that your kids don't fucking grow. This man threatened my imaginary fucking children. Biggie, I'm not going out there. No. I'm not going out there. I'm not doing it. There's no fucking way. Okay. I don't care how many people with guns you're taking out there with you. I'm not fucking no, going. Dude, we can bring the whole military. I know. No. Nick, is you scared? Yeah. Yeah. This man just made a this song yeah. threatening my life from thousands of miles away. I would be damned. Dude, I wonder if they would appreciate the honesty. You see that all the time in shows where they're like, are you scared? What, if you, what would they do if you're just like, yeah, actually, I'm fucking terrified. Like, yeah. Like, especially the dude that I'm talking about, Lil C's, he's still currently alive today. And uh, apparently he was there that night that uh, Pot got shot the first time. Okay, now you think about that. The diss song that is about your crew that you witnessed and you know that what Pot thinks isn't true. 
And this man is so delusional after just being shot five times. Yeah, Biggie, I'm kind of scared. This man is being serious. I think anybody who yeah, I think shot he, I, five times and then puts that out is somebody serious. I think he means what he says. I think he means that shit. If I, like, if, you, if you're asking me honestly, do I think he means the things he's saying in that, in that, in that track? The answer is probably yes. Yeah, yeah I cold-heartedly feel that threat. Are you scared? Yeah, you, it, like, bro, this ain't gang shit no more. Like, it'd be different if we were in our own hood. We're not. Nobody likes us here, Okay. Now, my thing would be, I'd be like, listen, you led me to believe that when we started doing this rap shit that the gang banging days were over, but people still are shooting at us, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you lied. Like, that's what I told, that's what, that's what, honestly, what I would have told, uh, uh, Puff, because, uh, I watched the movie yesterday, and I mean, I know it's a movie, but, you know, some of it's true, a lot of it's cinema bullshit, but when Puff told Biggie, like, yo, like, you gotta stop with the gang and street shit. You know? Like, Puff, I'm still getting shot at. I've stopped that, and I'm still getting shot at. Yeah, I tried. I tried to stop. Like, yeah. I can't stop. They keep trying to kill me. What do you want from me? So, I can understand when after that, because I don't know if you know the lore or anything, but after that, um, Biggie had made a song called Who Shot You? After Pot got shot. Which, that stirred up more shit. Well, when they go out to California, I think the... When they go out to California, because I think they went out to California for that concert, and they were having like an award or something going on and they left their award and that's when he got shot um, in California. But when he performed that song, Puff told him, don't do it. Especially here. Like, bro, it doesn't matter. The Bloods and the Crips don't like us. Pyru and Crenshaw don't like us. We're fucked. So, yeah. As Lil Cease, even though he went and didn't get shot, I'm staying home. I'll stay in Brooklyn. I'll be at the next show. As far as California is concerned, I'll be at the next show. We're not going there right now. Way too hot. Way too hot. That is literally the equivalent of pulling up to a police station with guns and drugs and just hanging out. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need somebody who doesn't even know me. I don't know them. And they want to kill me because I'm from the East Coast. Dodd. Yeah, I don't need to get shot at a stoplight. Got real quiet. Got real quiet. Why? Because it happened. It happened. Really? <laughs> It, it happened at a stoplight. Yeah, it, it does. It did happen like, at a stoplight. Know, you, it, it sounds funny because it's, it's a joke, but we're really not joking. It's real. 
It's a joke, but it's not a joke. Yeah, Biggie got shot at a red light, leaving the a fucking award show or concert. Put that in perspective. Tupac and Tupac also got shot at a red light. I think so. Everybody got shot at a stoplight, bro. All I know is somehow miraculous, miraculously, these two enemies who then became foes. Both went out the same way. Oh, the, the exact, exact same, same way. way. The irony, the cosmic like, irony, Cameron. Like it's, like, it's literally just one of those things in the world that you really couldn't make this up. And if you could, it probably would never happen. And it did. It would be. It would be one of the greatest movies we've ever seen. It, but it happened, happened in real life. <laughs> in real life like you really like I said again you couldn't make that up like I think they were like a year or like two years apart from each other and literally both died the same exact way the same way I mean it's, it's they went out the same way the shot at a stoplight yeah like if you and honestly, if you Google their names, their death both say drive-by homicide, gunshot. Both you go to Pac and Biggie's, both of them say it. Both of them. I mean, what a tragedy, dude. I mean, oh, bro, it gets even worse. Me and you, me and you are older than they were when they got killed. Oh yeah, we, me, and you have outlived Pac and Biggie by a significant amount of time. Yeah. Biggie never lived. So there you go, Cameron. That's... The fact that I've lived twenty five, twenty six, and twenty seven, and this man only lived to see twenty four. about to say. Crazy. Crazy. That's what we'll, we'll we'll end on a on a a dark but positive thought. If you ever feel down, Cameron, if you ever feel like you haven't accomplished anything, you just you're, you feel like you're a down person, you have outlived now Mac Miller, Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Tupac, Biggie, Kurt Cobain, all of them. That juice world. We are in the 27 Club, Cameron. We're in the 27 Club. We're, we're almost past. We've almost made it. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron, once again for joining me this week. I may need you again next week, so you may be hey, returning. I'm always down to speak some knowledge to the audience. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Cameron, tell, tell the people what to look for from you. Do you have anything that you wanna, you're going to be working on releasing soon? Um, not really. Um, I guess just keep listening to the podcast until any announcements. Right now, we're just kind of on the grind. Nothing's really planned at the moment. Um, we're getting ready to getting ready to start working some things out. I've got my technology yeah, set like up, this, but I think follow Cameron. At, what is it, Camelot? Is it Camelot Fit on uh, Instagram? Camelot, uh, yeah, Camelot Fit on Instagram. Um. I think it's a C Hobson twenty six on Twitter, and uh, follow us on you know Planet Comedy Podcast and wherever you guys get your podcast. Uh, 
Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, Pandora, anywhere you guys get podcasts. Deep Planet Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. The PCP Gang on Twitter. You can follow me at the at Stoplight Jesus on Twitter. Uh, Kyle at Kyle Rich fifty six on Instagram and Kyle Richie on Facebook. We'll be doing hopefully. Fingers crossed, the Stoplight Jesus Twitch channel will go back up, and soon me and Kim are going to have to pick a movie to watch with you guys. Stuff's coming. Stuff's coming. What are you thinking, Cameron? St- yeah, stuff's coming. Well, I got a video planned. I got a, a, re- I got review, a whole review plan where I'm going to review every movie because, you know, June is around the corner, and that's the sixth month. That's the halfway point of the year. I'm going to review all the movies I've seen at the halfway point this year. And then me and you will, will watch something with the with the fans. But thank you guys for listening to the Planet Comedy Podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your night or day. Peace, love, and shrubbery. Cameron, do you have anything for the people? Stop killing each other. For real. Like, stop. Yeah. God bless. Okay. Be nice to each other. Peace, love, and shrubbery. God bless. Good night. <laughs>